0: Welcome to Midpoint, OCC's midweek podcast aimed at helping you connect with last week's message and prepare you for next week's sermon.
1: Let's dive in.
0: Hello, and welcome to Midpoint, your midweek connection to Orchard's Community Church. Last weekend, Pastor James walked us through uh, the connection fair Sunday and Monday, I guess. Yeah, and uh, so here's my summary. Everyone is a minister and has been given spiritual gifts. So that they can build up the body of Christ and then joyfully receive the blessing of a connected life. Wow! Yeah, you that should. That write. Took, that. <laughs> that took two times <laughs> to listen through it. Uh, no, I really enjoyed. I really enjoyed this message. You, like I said, I was I was telling you in um, staff meeting so, that you did a really gracious job of, of urging people to serve without being. Too heavy-handed, yeah. which is—that's a fine
1: line dance. It—it it, it was almost two sermons. The—the the first one was, I'm—I'm I'm glad it felt connected. It felt when I was writing a little disjointed because the first one was like, "Hey, do this," <laughs> and then the second one was like, "But here's why you do that." Yeah. <laughs> so okay. Yeah. So, what is there
0: anything that you would want to add? I mean, I know you kind of cut it down to yeah. 30 minutes so that people would have more of an eye. Yeah,
1: I was trying. And the thing that I really felt bad about, like the ask was super easy. That's mm-hmm. that's It's not like I'm twisting arms to do this. Scripture is really clear yeah. about what we're supposed to do with the gifts and why we have them. And the, to me, like I felt bad with the practical part, like the how-tos, because you could have gone on and on and on and on and on. There's so many ways to be proactive in that. Yeah, And I really felt like we were just scratching the surface on there. But it was good scratching. You know, it's like, you know, you got to take some initiative. You got to work towards. I loved the Bonhoeffer idea of this active helpfulness. Mm -hmm. If we're really looking for opportunities like that, people will want to be our friends because we're great friends if we're (laughs) doing things like that. So I do think that is something. And again, we just didn't spend a lot of time there, but I know people have been invested well in relationships Mm -hmm. for a long time in the church and they just kind of get complacent. So it's not just, hey, find the relationship and then even just build it, but how do you sustain it? How do you move forward? And we didn't get to spend a lot of time talking yeah. about that. So yeah, those are probably better one on one discussions anyway,
0: yeah, I get you, yeah, i it's it's really like we want something for them, not from them. Yes. and you know, the people that serve here at oCC are like they're great and they have a good community. And we're like, see, we want that for everybody. like we want you to. To not only serve because we're called to serve and that's how we're made and that's there's tons of joy in serving, but also there's tons of community in serving and all yes. things like that. So, yeah, we want we want this for them.
1: One of the ministry council guys was sharing with me an, an issue he had in his secular employment, but it was great. And he said, you know, it's the STP problem. And I was not familiar with what he's talking yeah. about. He's like, Stone St. Temple Pilots. Yeah, that, that was immediately where <laughs> I went. I was like, dude, you like them too? <laughs> yeah. No, it was, the, it was the STP problem. I, I don't... Think this guy would like Stone double Pilots, but I could be wrong. I'll, I'll circle back. Uh, he goes, "It's the STP problem," and and he, I said, "What is that?" He goes, "Same ten people," uh, and I think lots of areas you see that, and, and we've talked about it numerous times mm-hmm. here at the church. We know this ten people we can call who are like, if we really got to get something done, yeah, that's who you're going to call. They but will you, definitely show yeah, up. But yeah, but but you feel bad because you're leading those folks towards burnout. I think. Yeah, and that's dangerous. But again. The burden of ministry. I know you and I have talked about this. I've talked mm-hmm. about with everybody on staff. You really feel like in ministry sometimes the the biggest problem is you want more for these people than they want for themselves. You're like, mm-hmm. man, I want you to be plugged in because this is the best for you. Yeah. And they don't seem to see that. Yeah. And that that does become a burden. And like I say, I've talked to I haven't talked as as much with you about this because you're real blessed, particularly on stage and with musicians and singers. You you have folks that you really rely on. I know in the tech area, it's been a struggle for you yeah. finding those people. But in student ministry and children's ministry, it is pulling teeth for those guys. yeah. And again, they're going to people going, hey, this would be a great way for you to serve. And people are just turning them down yeah. left and right. And, and Wesley and Andrew are like, this is really great. This is where you could use your gifts. And people just don't seem to mm-hmm. grasp it. That is hard. That's yeah. super, super hard.
0: Yeah. I know we talked about um, jokingly, I don't think we would actually do it, but if we ran a service with no volunteers. Um, And I know we do a lot just, you know, I mean, turning stuff on and stuff like that. We kind of do that just as as pastors, just setting everything up. But if there was nobody, you know, to greet you when you walk in the door, there was nobody making coffee. If there was nobody printing up notes, if there was nobody running the sound, there was nobody running um, all of those things, Mm. and then nobody cleaning the bathrooms, nobody... Like, there's so much that you're like, I don't even think about this. No,
1: And you hope that would be eye-opening for people, uh, again, yeah, we, we talked about it just in theory, we probably yeah. are not going to do that, but yeah. it, it'd be valuable. I, I was at a, what was I, at a conference, I can't remember, and um, and not being a music guy, this really impacted me mightily, and, I, and I've seen a couple people try to recreate it, but there was a band on stage playing, and, and this was years ago. I don't even know the name of the song, but it's a popular song. And I'm coming back to the heart of worship and it's all about you. It's all about you, Jesus. And they start with a full band, and as they're singing, the musicians start peeling off. Yeah. And and the drummer's gone and the bassist is gone and then the lead guitar is gone. And the next thing you know, it's just the dude singing and the last chorus, he just leaves. And and it was powerful because there was, you know, two thousand people at the conference yeah. or whatever. And everybody sitting out there still singing. But the great thing was they didn't have to be led anymore. The worship was all about Jesus. Yeah. And I was like, man, what a nice picture. How do we recreate that (laughs) across Mm -hmm. the board? Because truly, and and that's, again, where that tension exists, even in a message like the Connection Fair message. You're supposed to do it. Yeah, Like scripture is 100% clear you're supposed to do it, but you're not supposed to do it because we have a deficit in children's ministry. You're supposed to do it because it brings God glory that he's worthy of, and it builds up the body. Yeah. It's the way you use your gifts. I mean, it's just so easy to see in scripture. It's just hard to do, like... Many, many things we see in scripture. Well, building on that analogy, Mm -hmm. like just
0: thinking through, like when I lead people in clapping, what I'll do is I'll clap. Hey, some of them are better than others. Some of them are better than others. (laughs) You know who I'm talking to. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't even catch that. That's funny. That's good. You know who we're talking about. Anyway,
1: uh, I love everybody on our worship team. Yeah. And and everybody sitting out there clapping. Yeah. You're great.
0: Keep but, it up. But there are there is a um like when you were saying the congregation continue yeah. to sing after the band left. Yeah. If I stop clapping, a lot of the church will stop clapping because All they're right. like, "Oh, I don't have to do it now." No, I notice that every time. And it's like, "No, we we I want this for you." Like mm-hmm. like get involved, like continue this. Yeah. And it, I mean, it's such a small kind of picture, but that's kind of what it feels like with volunteers. Mm-hmm. It's we have to continually just pull yeah. teeth and pull them along. Um, and yeah, you do have those the the STPs, yeah, um, and and you are burning or leading towards burning them out because you called them last week to yeah. do stuff, and then you'll call
1: them the next week too. Yeah. And, and theologically, I don't like. I mean, I, we could spend an entire segment talking about this. I think we're truly operating out of that idea of being plugged in, in our last series. Mm-hmm. I don't know that you can get burned out. But man, I think you can get close. Yeah. <laughs> like, I really do. And, and there's the great Old Testament example of Moses and his father and, and the father-in-law and the, and the idea of you know how many things can you truly do? hmm because you're not supposed to do everything. You're really not. <laughs> yeah. And this is why you equip teams, and why and why God has this plan for everybody serving. And and yeah, it's just never supposed to be you or me or somebody here on staff doing all the work.
0: Yeah. Well, I was talking to my son about um, doing. Uh, he, he's gonna uh, have have some some. He's gonna walk to with his friends to um, to the the school so that you know my wife can pick them all up and. Yeah. Then, everybody's all in one place when she when she picks him up and and he was just kind of talking about how he's you know well I don't really know them that well I know one of them but you know I'm still kind of you know trying to work through that and and just kind of helping him and I'm like dude you bring something to the table that those other kids don't and so you being in a group even though they're better friends together than than maybe you are on on them one-on-one or whatever like you joining the group is not going to ruin the group. No. Like you can bring something to the table that other people can't. And the same is true with, with ministry. Like yeah. like you were saying, we all have spiritual gifts that God has given us. And yeah, you may not be able to do this like somebody else, mm-hmm. but God wants to use you in another way so that you can so there'll make be it some, better.
1: Something else that
0: augments yeah. the, and makes it better. Yeah. Because everybody has a deficit. everybody's struggles in areas and... I mean, you don't, yeah, but but I do. Let's let's spend yeah. some more time talking about those things. Yeah. <laughs> uh, All right, um, so here, here's the first question. Let's, let's get into that. We can we can keep going down this rabbit trail forever, <laughs> but um, so we at OCC we try to practice what we preach, and so just to give clarity out there, you know, there's there's I think there's value in in letting people see that. It's not just us saying, hey, do as I do or do as I say, not as I do, Exactly. but but we're doing that as well. Mm-hmm. So uh, other than you know the pastoral ministries that we're in charge of, where do we as pastors serve in other places yeah. in ministries?
1: And, and that's such a, an easy thing for me to see as I'm trying to to look at kind of the fabric of the church. But it's just like, and I'm not saying this just because you're sitting across from me. I'm not trying to, to brag on you. It's okay. You can brag on me. You know, I'll, I'll brag on you yeah. all you want then. Yeah. Brenton is the greatest. <laughs> um, with student camp. Mm-hmm. and and you literally led worship for the entirety of student camp when you had a lot of other things going, and it mm-hmm. took a big part, of, <laughs> part yeah. of your day to do that, but that was something that was a joy for you to be able to do, but it wasn't part of your job description as yeah. the worship pastor. That was an extra thing you did to support Andrew in that. We're always talking about ways we can come along and support other people's ministries. Mm-hmm. The last men's outdoor game night, um, it was just a weird deal because that was a lot of vacation time and a lot of people were gone, and I was the only staff guy that wound up being there. Yeah. But three or four guys said to me, "Oh man, it's so great that you were here." Mm-hmm. You know, and, and I'd led the men's ministry through a book study a couple of years ago, and it was talking about just how important it is that the senior pastor buys in to men's ministry because if I don't show up, literally everybody's going to show up and go. Well, they obviously don't think it's very important because yeah, <laughs> James cause isn't the here. Guy's not here. Yeah. Yeah. And so those are the kind of things. And and you know, we don't have it written in a policy that we have to go to ninety percent. You know. Yeah. But it just it seems like it happens all the time. There's something we show up. I, I always think of Wes's movie nights. Well the people I see at movie nights are you and me and Forrest and you know, we're showing up to support Wes in that, yeah, you know? Yeah. So that's the kind of thing that I really think it has become kind of part of our fabric, part of our DNA. And, and yeah, it's not that we don't have enough pastoral responsibilities on yeah. our own. It's how do we support one another as a team? Well, again, that that should be a good big picture view for the entire church. Yeah. We're, we're coming along and supporting one another in that. Yeah. It was really cool. I mean,
0: I I, I, I don't want to toot my own horn. Um, but, uh, toot away. (laughs) (laughs) Toot toot. Uh, it felt weird, but that's fine. Uh, so Wesley asked me if I would help in VBS and I, I make it very known to people that I struggle with children's. I I don't think I have the temperament to do it. I, I can, I can be fun and, and jovial with kids. Um, but I, I just struggle in that area. That's, that's, there's a reason I didn't go into, uh, children's <laughs> ministry. Um, it's cause I just know that's not a strength of mine, sure. but I knew he needed help and I jumped in and j- just giving credit to what you were saying about how, if you're not equipped for something, just lean on God. Yeah. And it was something that I was just like, man, I, I can't do this God, You're gonna have to help me. And it ended up being great. Like it was, it was a lot of fun. Totally do it again. Mm-hmm. Um, and but it was something like that that was just like, this is not my wheelhouse. This is not something I am I feel called to do, but I want to be a part and I want to help out Wesley. And, and Heather. And, and oh, yeah, of course. Always want to help out. <laughs> I thought that was the reason you did it. Yeah, she did kind of <laughs> voluntold me to do it. Um, but anyway, just with, you know, you always say all the time that, yeah. you know, if, if you want to serve... Serving in an area that you're not comfortable in and watch what God does. And I thought that was really cool because I, I took you up on that and, and God showed up. And, <laughs> and God showed up, yes. Yeah, it was kind of cool. So in your opinion, what would what would the ideal look like at OCC? If, if, if everybody heard your yeah. message you know, the one message that's going to solve all messages. <laughs> but if they heard that and they're like, okay, I'm on board, we will do what God wants us Pretty to do. Pretty high bar
1: there. Yeah. Um, yeah, that, that, it's, it's a tricky one because when you write it down on paper, like the answer on paper is easy to say and literally impossible for us without God to do. But I mean, the the best vision is how would we accomplish our purpose, mission, and vision? That vision part is we join God where he's at work. And so that would be 100% of people... Who call OCC their home church are doing this. Mm-hmm. Do I do I believe <laughs> that that's going to happen in my tenure as the senior pastor? I don't want to put God in a box. Yeah. But the the thing that literally, and I mean, I get goosebumps thinking about it. What if that's what we looked like at OCC? What kind of impact we have not for OCC, not for OCC to be the biggest church in the valley or like that? What kind of impact would we have for the kingdom? Beyond these walls, mm-hmm. because you know, then if everybody's making disciples, that's people at their home, that's people at their workplace, that's people at their schools, and and God's glory would spread. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, in, in a way that I, I just get fired up thinking about. It's not truly about well, we have to have more people in attendance here at OCC. That 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 vision truly isn't about attendance. Yeah, it's about kingdom work. It's about us doing the things that we're called to do. And that I get real fired up about that. And and again, I, I didn't want to make that a caveat or try and give people a way out. But I, as I was making the plea, hey, you need to be doing this. I said, if you're serving something in the community that keeps you from serving here at the church, if you're serving your family well, yeah. and that, that's got to be more important You know, right now. God will show you what the thing is that mm-hmm. you need to do if you're sitting on your hands, if you're not in the game whatsoever, we've got lots of places where you can get in the game. That's kind of what I wanted to, to share. But no, that the real vision, the ideal vision is 100% of folks are plugged in. Yeah. Little pie in the sky, but God could do it. Yeah. I <laughs> know he
0: could. Yeah. And just imagine what like what you were saying, like what Lewiston or Clarkston or Soton or just all the just surrounding. Just here in the valley, yeah. Oh, goodness. Like, man, it would – like just even one church, all like fully sold out for you know, four chair discipleship, yeah. it,
1: it, the ripple like you can't even begin to overstate. It, it would be incredible. It would mm-hmm. be so so powerful. Yeah, and I mean that's the thing I've heard that you know line a zillion times. For if your church all of a sudden disappeared tomorrow, when anybody in the community notice? Mm-hmm. Well, imagine if we were out doing this the way we're supposed to. Oh yeah, folks, <laughs> yeah. folks would notice if we were gone. Yeah, and that again, that's that's part of that vision for us. I'm not saying we're there, and I'm not even beating us up for not being there yet. I'm just saying, do we understand as a church that's where we're going? Yeah. Like, we talk about purpose and mission a whole lot. We don't spend a ton of time talking about vision, but the reason we have the purpose and the mission is because it's leading us towards yeah. that vision. So. Well, are we are we moving towards that? Yeah. Like, is that... And that's one where I do, you know, if, if you're even just trying to, to plot it on paper, I do feel like we're moving towards it. We it, it was super encouraging, honestly, to see the number of people who signed up and the oh, number yeah. of people, you know, that part we sat and talked in staff meeting today, That that actually makes you feel really good. Yeah. That was a huge blessing. Yeah, yeah. so good yeah. things. I got
0: tons of volunteers, <laughs> so I'm really excited. <laughs> Hope a lot of them pan out. That's very. Mm-hmm. That's gonna be really cool. Yeah. Um, okay, so while I know your your message was not heavy handed, mm-hmm. um, some people could have taken it like, "Man, James is picking on me." Yeah. Which I would say that's the Holy Spirit picking on you. <laughs> but um, but he if, if they felt James, yeah. yeah, if they felt guilty mm-hmm. and like, okay, fine, I'll sign up. Like, fine. Just to so I can get rid of this guilt in in my heart or whatever, just because I haven't been doing what what I think I should be doing or whatever. What would you say to them if they did sign up just because they felt guilty?
1: Good. No, I. Don't. <laughs> <laughs> Next <laughs> question. Next question. <laughs> Man, he's a little harder than I uh, thought. He would. We can just wrap it up right there. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks for joining us for Midpoint, and that's been not, no, no. Um, Obviously, that's not the idea of guilting anyone into this. I thought about just the money example with that because truly scripture doesn't talk a whole lot about we have to give X number of this or that or like that, especially in the New Testament, it's this idea of you give generously and you give with a sacrificial heart because the reality is... God doesn't need your money. <laughs> like he's got everything taken care of. And so if he needs to get something done, he'll do it without your money. If yeah. you know, And I always use the example, I can't remember where I stole it, but like, you know, if you have an offering box or you have a plate that's being passed and you've got your hand over it it's shaking and trembling and just dude, don't drop it, man. <laughs> because like, I don't think you're giving generously. Yeah. You know? and, and so you give as the Lord compels you to give. And that's of your finances, your resources. Well, of your spiritual gifts, God gave you those too. Mm-hmm. And you're supposed to want to go out and use those. Now, you referenced the fact that I've, I've mentioned this because I've mentioned it a bunch because I've seen it happen a bunch. I think it's great to go serve in the area where you're gifted. I truly do. I think it makes a lot of sense, especially, you know, just everybody's got the same 24 hours in a day. I mean, like, you know, if you already know, hey, I'm pretty good at that, it becomes a leisure. You don't have to prep as much, you know. But my whole thing there is if you're serving that way and you go on cruise control and you go on autopilot and mm-hmm. you don't give God any of the glory, that's what I'm saying. Jump out and serve in an area where you have zero giftedness because God will have to carry you through. And you'd be like, thank the Lord. I made it, th- made yeah. it through that. You know? Yeah. Well,
0: I think- the, Praise God, VBS is
1: over. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which I've heard people say out loud, but I'm not going to. You know. So so with that, it's that same idea. I, I pray nobody felt guilted by me to sign yeah. up. But but if there was anything where they're like, well, I guess you know they really need me, I'm going to sign up. Can they get out of their own way and allow God to work in such a way where he wants to accomplish something through them? He could totally do it without that person. He totally could. But if they've signed up and they have giftedness, especially in that area, I think it's really good to ride that out and see what God's trying to do. But I would say, seriously, if if somebody signed up just because, well, James said I had to sign up for something, they got to wrestle with God on that one. Because that's not the, the picture you're looking for. You're wanting somebody to serve out of their giftedness. Where they understand I'm doing this because it will build the body of Christ. Yeah. So.
0: And to be joyful. Because yeah. if, if you show up and you're just like, oh, I don't want to be here. It's like, oh, thanks. <laughs> Glad <laughs> well, you're here.
1: Yeah. And that's going to end up, you know, you'll deflate the rest of the group with that kind of attitude anyway. Yeah. So, yeah. No, the, the idea of the giving part is joyful, generous, sacrificial. That's with our gifts as well. Yeah.
0: Yeah. All right. Well, what would you say to somebody who is reluctant to serve because of church wounds?
1: Yeah. You know. that's the, the two-parter question that's it's a lot harder to deal with. I, I do think you know there's a picture even in biology and in creation, healthy things grow. Mm-hmm. And so you want to be healthy. You want to promote that kind of health. And so somebody who's been hurt by the church, I don't know that jumping right back into serving is the thing that's going to help them get over it. It could. I mm-hmm. mean, it totally could, especially if it's in a healthy church and people walk alongside yeah. them and encourage them. But in that, I think they want to deal with, hey, what were the circumstances of this, you know, and make sure they've gone and forgiven everybody they need to, and they've moved forward, you know, because that's the deal for me. I have seen several times uh, people who who are in that spot, mm-hmm. the church abused them or took advantage of them or you yeah. know, in that, and and they're reluctant to serve again. But that's the thing when they join a healthy team. I mean, I've heard again. I, I'm going to stay far far away from using names, or whatever. I know there are people on your worship team mm-hmm. who when I, before you got here and I'd ask them to serve, they're like, oh, I really got burned by my, you know, and and now here they are serving with you. yeah. And some of that is because of the health that you're bringing to that. And they're like, well, I know Brenton's not going to take advantage <laughs> of me yeah. this way. And so that can be part of the healing process. So, But but again, it would be the deal, man, don't suffer alone on that. Like if you have some church wounds, it hurts my heart that people have them, but they're going to have them. We're, we're fallen people. We live in a fallen yeah. world. And I I 100% believe this is the best plan we've got until Jesus comes back. I mean, this is as good as it gets. We're still going to mess it up. Yeah, of course. And so with that, go and seek forgiveness. Go and and make sure we've aired out all the stuff that we need to. And then say, okay, that reflects poorly on that church or this person, but not on God, because God's plan is still perfect. Yeah. So I I love the idea when we did the Unstoppable series. Like, we can mess this up a whole bunch, and God's still working... (laughs) Yeah, with the church as the way to go, it is His perfect plan. Uh, we mess it up, but He doesn't. Yeah, praise God for that. Amen. <laughs> um, okay, so if somebody did sign up
0: for whatever reason, but they're they're on board, um, what should they be doing? Maybe right now, yeah. in, in the interim between them signing up and us contacting yeah. them, and getting into those think, first and second I think
1: steps. definitely praying and saying, hey, you know, it's almost the same thing if you're going to go interview for a job, you find out everything you can about that job, you know, so you're well prepared. I think if you're going, hey, I feel like I'm being called into helping with a tech booth or, or helping with children's ministry, I'm going to go find out what I can about that. Yeah. Hey, what are the actual requirements? How many times, you know, and, and so those things, and, and again, that's kind of a step of taking initiative. Everybody who signed up somebody, whether on staff or a lay leader, is going to contact them yeah. w- within the next few days, for yeah. sure by the end of next week when we do round two of the Connection Fair. So somebody's going to reach out to you from the church, but take the initiative. Yeah. If you signed up with Andrew this weekend, call Andrew and go, hey, I signed up for that thing. What, what's the next step? What am I looking for? Yeah. Andrew's actually got uh, kind of a neat deal. Not that we need this and every other because we do uh, background checks. <laughs> sure, Andrew has his leaders sign a covenant That says, hey, if I'm gonna volunteer in student ministry, I'm gonna do these kind of things because that relationship building component is so important for those people. And so it's like, you gotta be able to make sure you're coming to church to sit with kids, you gotta be able to make sure you're coming to this many events. And so you'd want to know about that. Yeah. And so you could take the initiative and go, hey, what are the things I need to know? If you're going to volunteer in children's, there's several areas here where you're going to volunteer. You got to get background checked. Yeah. And so, I mean, there's things that you can do to take that initiative, to take that next step. But if you are sitting on your hands, even on this one a little bit, somebody's going to call you very soon. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. When I'd also say... To not think you're done. Yes. No.
0: Yeah. There's, there's the, the a, sign up is the start. <laughs> yeah. There's a very easy tendency to say, "Well, I signed up. Yeah. Therefore, I'm done. Yeah. Like that's all I needed to do. And yeah, you're. It's mm-hmm. it's this is the start of the journey. Amen. It's not. You know. Yeah. You you've just <laughs> you just put on a number and started to. You know, the the gun has has gone off. So it's that great it's line of the action movie. You sure you want
1: to light that candle? Well, you've already lit the candle. <laughs> you signed up. Yeah. So now we are going to follow up with you. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Uh, so you had
0: a, an email or somebody talked to you about...
1: Um... Yeah, I, I had somebody reach out to me. Uh, we, we do a few things because we have men's ministry, we have women's ministry, and someone had uh, said, hey, are you operating these kind of events or like that? Um trying to not have couple events or, or you know married people events, or whatever, and it was a really good question. it prompted some some good discussion and staff yeah. meeting today because truly that's not the desire whatsoever. We do have events that are sponsored and led by women's ministry that are women's only. We had that men's outdoor event the other day the the great thing, like I went to that men's outdoor thing and it was really cool because like uh, fully a third of the guys who were there were single guys. Mm-hmm. And, like, if we'd had that as a marriage thing, they couldn't have come. You yeah. Know? and so the the reason we try to have so many different things like that is because we're looking to have as many entry points as we can for anybody who wanders in to say, "Oh, I could be part of this church in that way." Yeah, singles ministry is an area where we are just flailing right now. We don't have hardly anything. We really don't have anything. yeah. And so in that, that's one of those, you know that I, as I was talking about, we could just be with our active helpfulness, looking, and we could start a ministry <laughs> that mm-hmm. might meet that need. So, yeah. but but that's what we're doing with things like that. Uh, but really, you know, one of the neat parts of the discussion was: well, are there things that we could program mm-hmm. to say we're really trying to do that for married couples? Because most of the things, I mean, like you come to the service together, that's fine. Yeah, we had that discussion today. Many people serve together. Yeah. All, I wouldn't say everybody, but a vast majority of the folks who work in greeting and, and ushers and at the info counter, they do that as husband and wife. So mm. there's neat ways to serve that way. Yeah. You know, but we, we do the couples uh, Valentine's thing in February. But we were just talking about maybe we do you know a game night that's not a ladies game night or a men's game night. It's just a game night. Yeah. And couple, you know, so it made us think. It was a good good question. But but just realize that when we offer specific things. If they sound like, well, hey, that one's just for kids or that one's just for managing, we're looking for entry points for someone who may not have another viable opportunity to get plugged into something.
0: But we're also trying to do... Ministry, like what Wesley was saying, that we want to do ministry as a as a church together. Like that we need to, of course, we need to do more of yeah. of all church things, just so that it's important for the body to be together as and, a whole. Yeah,
1: and and we used to have it seemed like some more time. We we did a picnic. Of course, we do the baptism service. Mm-hmm. We do all church things like that. And, and of course, I loved the all church service with the component of, of everybody yeah. being together. That was out a lot there. Of fun. So we're looking for things like that too. We're trying to grow in that area for sure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
0: Okay. Um, all right, you had this quote that, I don't know, I, I, it kind of can stand alone, mm-hmm. but it was just really good. So even if we just say it <laughs> again and then move on, that's fine. <laughs> but you said, we won't find it, which was yeah. relational connection. So we won't find relational connection unless we get in the game. Yeah. 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 And it, it's so true. Like I, I remember when, so I was a part of a, of a, a pretty big church mm-hmm. in, in SoCal and I didn't know anybody as kind of a new believer, um, newly married and just trying to figure things out. But I joined the worship team mm-hmm. and ended up just getting like lifelong friends <laughs> because I was serving. I love that. And, and it was such a cool thing. And I even went back, um, you know, every once in a while, I'll go back to California to see some family. And I went into that church and I saw some of those same people and it was like, oh man, it's so good to see you. Like yeah. there was that connection even years later. Yeah. And and I wouldn't have found that if I didn't get involved if I didn't get in the game if I didn't use the the, the spiritual gifts that God gave me. So, anyway, wh-
1: what would you want to say? No, I mean th- that's just the reality of that. We are scripturally, you can't deny this. We are wired for relationships. Yes, people are introverted or extroverted and we have a bent that way. That's fine. But we're created in God's image and he exists in relationship in a way that we can't even begin to fathom, you know, in the triune Godhead. But I mean, that's why we were wired for relationships. That's why the first thing that wasn't good was man by himself. And so knowing that, the the part that just breaks your heart is like I say, you could have gone into that church and not connected with anybody and eventually walked out. And then you would say, well, nobody even noticed I was gone. Yeah. Because you never <laughs> connected yeah. to anything. And it's very, very hard. And a mega church, I, I really can't even imagine it. Even in church our size. Yeah. Like, if you want to be anonymous here, you can. You, you got to work at it a little bit, but you can do it. Yeah. You know? And, and that's sad for me. It's, it's super frustrating, but that's the deal. You could go in, you know, kind of sneak in, avoid ushers, greeters as much as you can. We actually have several doors you could s- <laughs> slide in and yeah. not, not see somebody. The security guys would probably be the only ones who yeah. see you. <laughs> You know, and and if you want to sit in the back and then the second you say, hey, you can go to the cross, boom, they beeline out the door. I I mean, we have some people who do that. Yeah. You know, and and I'm not trying to be super awkward, but I've tried to catch some of those folks and say something, you know, and they'll wave and they're gone. You know. Yeah. That's what you want to do. You can do it. Yeah. That's not God's best for you.
0: It's just not. Well, I mean, we have so many. That's why we have so many opportunities. That's why we have so many ministries. Yeah. Of we're trying to find those connection points for people. But if you don't take advantage of it, if you're not signing up, if you're not, you know, it, it's none of those are just going to like, we can't read your mind. No, we're not going to be able to come up to you and go, oh, you would be
1: perfect for yeah. this. Yeah. Therefore, there was a ministry model a few years ago. And, and I mean, I can see where it would get some traction, but it was this idea of, well, just everybody in your church, the minute they show up, sign them up for a small group, put them in a small group. I'm like I, I get, in theory. I get what you're saying, yeah. <laughs> but the person who showed up the first time and you assign them to a small group, it's pretty easy for them to go. I ain't going to those yeah. yeah, I'm not part of that. If they would do it, if they'd go, they'd find community. I guarantee it. Yeah, you know. But but that's the deal. People do have to take a step of initiative. Mm-hmm. They have to get in the game. Yeah, because we can't force anybody. Yeah. to get in the game.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's like that joke um, where the guy falls overboard, and uh, he's he's kind of you know in the uh, in the water and um the a boat comes up and he's like it tries to throw him a lifeline he goes no 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 I prayed to God and I'll I will i will be fine, I'll be saved. And so they're like, okay. And so then another ship comes by and and uh you know he's like hey you know we'll throw your lifeline he goes, No no, no I prayed to my God, my God will save me. And the third boat comes by, same thing. No, my God will be fine. And then he ends up drowning. And then he goes, God, why didn't you save me? And he goes, dude, I gave you three three, bo- <laughs> three boats. Like you didn't take any of those opportunities. It's kind of the same thing. Like yeah. we have so many opportunities but if you're not taking advantage of them, of course, you're going to be without connection. Of course, you're going to feel alone because you're not, you're not helping yourself. You're shooting yourself in the foot. So I, wish I just really you... wanted to tell that joke
1: because it's funny. <laughs> it's a good joke. <laughs> Thank you. Well-timed. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> but no, I mean, and that is the reality. You, you, you know, it's the lead a horse to water idea, you know, in that we want to provide as many opportunities as we can. There's nothing we have that's better. There's absolutely nothing we have that's better than somebody connecting with a person one-on-one. Yeah, There really isn't. I, I won't call this guy out by name, but a guy that I've really enjoyed meeting here recently, only been at the church for a couple months, and uh, with my back, I'm having all kinds of back issues, and I was gonna go try and play golf this weekend with Andrew and a couple of the ministry council guys. I couldn't do it. Like, There's mm-hmm. no way I could swing. So I, I knew this guy I was a golfer. I was like, hey, plug in with these guys, and he's he's looking for connections. or plugged in with these guys, smoked him on the golf course. He's a phenomenal golfer, <laughs> made them all look bad. But they enjoyed it. He enjoyed meeting them. He was here at the Monday night service. And I was like, hey, would you want to do like a golf clinic for us? And he was like, man, I'm all in. He met a couple of the men's ministry guys. I mean, it was that connection yeah. that he needed. Because he's been coming for several months, just coming on Monday night and breezing right back out. Yeah. You have to have the connection. <laughs> yeah. And this guy's a good, good guy and 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 an admitted introvert. Yeah. And so all we did was help him get in the game. Yeah, he's the one who showed up to play golf, and now he's the one saying, "Well, I could do this, I could do that." It's fantastic. Yeah. The picture so he had man. that open heart. He yes, was, he was he was willing. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Good, that's great good stuff. Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, last thing I have, and then we can move on to uh, the next series. But you had this idea that it says we need to go from what do I get out of this yeah. to what can I give to this, yeah. and it reminded me of.
1: The JFK, JFK, you know, <laughs> ask not what your country can do for you. Nice first nation. Thank you. Thank you. And you also do another former president. Don't I, I? I do several presidents. <laughs> yes. That's for another
0: podcast altogether. <laughs> um, but just, I mean, we've kind of danced around this idea. We've said it a couple of times. But what do you, again, again, if somebody is still just not getting it, yeah. what do you want for them? Well. Or what does God want
1: for them? I was about to say, So I hope it's not just what I want for them, but... I, I think that Ephesians 4 passage, Ephesians is a neat, neat study. I'm not trying to encourage anybody, you gotta go now and walk through this, but yeah. six chapters of Ephesians, the first three chapters are pretty solid theologically, mm-hmm. and the last three are all, okay, now that you know this, what are you gonna do? Yeah, <laughs> you know? yep. And so it's really neat the way that that is, you know, the Holy Spirit inspired. But in that section where Paul starts going, now you gotta do something, I mean it's just incredible because he's like, well, this is the deal. You're given these gifts for a reason. Mm -hmm. And it's so you can serve God, build up the body and bring God the glory he's worthy of. I mean, like that's the whole thing. And so it really makes it pretty easy to evaluate, am I doing this right? Am I serving in a way where I'm building up the body and God gets the glory? Or am I serving in a way that it's all about me getting stuff? Yeah. And that's really the heart of that question. And again, I, the, just the problem, I guess, I have with it, I know lots of people, good people. I mean, if you're just, we don't see hearts the way God does, but you're evaluating, oh, it's a good dude. And, and you're like, well, you ought to join this group. And they're like, why? What would I get out of it? Well, that's not the right question. Yeah. <laughs> what you mentioned earlier, the idea even of your, your kids and, and being involved with other kids, you bring something to the table that this group doesn't have, mm-hmm. that you can add to that. There's a, a guy, and he didn't attend church here anymore because he moved to be closer to his family, uh, Tri-Cities area. Um, but he was a guy who, when I first moved here, he lived down the block from me. And just one of those good neighbor guys. You yeah. Noticed I was trying to do a lot of work around the house and everything. Ended up you know, hanging out in my yard, talking with me. And, uh, hey, I'm a pastor, and I'm going to come to church. And, and I remember the first day he told me, he was like, I... I you seem like a nice guy. I can't come to your church because then it'll be struck by lightning. He's <laughs> like, yeah. Just that guy is never going to go to church. Winds up coming to church, winds up becoming a Christ follower, winds up in my small group, just a neat, neat guy yeah. with a ton of neat practical experience and a lot of it in finance background. And so you know, he would come in to our small group sitting there in our house, and, and not only was he great because he was asking really great entry-level questions because it was all brand new for him, and then everybody would be like, hey, what do you think about this thing? And they'd ask him finance questions. And so he was able to use the knowledge he had yeah. and, and help these people who are sitting in the group, and they were all helping him grow in his knowledge of the Lord. And I was like, this is the coolest picture yeah. <laughs> ever. Yeah. It's that kind of thing. You can't go in going, hey, what am I going to get out of this? What can I bring to this? Mm-hmm. And he brought a really neat perspective. And it sharpened everybody else because they had to be on their game because he was going to ask some tough questions (laughs) while he was there. And, I mean, we I don't know that we ever made it all the way through questions that we had written out because he'd always ask, well, what about this? And he'd be like, man, that's a really good question. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. are are we looking in that capacity? Again, I'm not trying to beat this horse till it's dead. If we have that consumer mentality, Mm -hmm. man, we're going to miss out on so much of what God wants for us. But if we say God really wants the best for me, what can I provide? Yeah. That makes things better. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. All right. Uh, next series. Yes. We are starting, starting a brand a new, new series. series.
0: Ooh. Even though we're in the book of Acts. Yeah.
1: We're not leaving the book of Acts. No. New vignette.
0: Yeah. No, we're, we're trying to do, I think it might be, I don't know, maybe it might be good for somebody who's going, like, are we doing different series? Like, what's going on? <laughs> like, we want to stay in Acts, yeah. but we don't want to show the same. <laughs> graphics, same <laughs> video for two years. For two years, <laughs> uh, so it kind of gives it some life. Everything's new. Like is there's this, that new is this just
1: because you like making the videos? I <laughs> do really
0: like making the videos, and I found a new way to make videos, and it's really fun.
1: Uh, I'm learning a lot. It's really just job security, is yeah, what I'm heading for. We got to keep them around. No, there, there's a neat sense to this. And some of this, you know, you came in while we were w- walking through Luke, and we did that. We kind of just walked through Luke for two years. Yeah. And, and same graphics and everything. And, and again, I think it just helps people engage more. If we show, hey, there's action that's happening in this story, mm-hmm. and it's kind of moving and shifting, and and again, I mean, it was pretty easy, you know, as as we walked into the the beginning of Acts with the, this movement of the Holy Spirit to have the moving day theme, and then as you see that move to now, not only did we get this Holy Spirit moving in, but now we're supposed to go out and do something with it, mm-hmm. and it's this idea of we're going to join God in His unstoppable church, and so as you see action moving in the text that God has already given us. Yeah. That's the kind of thing where you just come up with a new series. And so and and I really appreciate your leadership in this because you're seeing this and you're you're pushing this whether it's to make the videos or not. We don't know but <laughs> but but I think it helps people connect better. And in this next one, you'll see. I mean, we just went through Peter and Cornelius and and you know, part of that being the plugged in. Well, now for whatever reason, and I and I've got a couple ideas of why, the um, Holy Spirit inspires Luke to bring it up again. Yeah. Peter, Peter's going to go back and go, hey, here's what just happened to me. But it's really now this more notion of saying, because this is what we're supposed to do. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not just me. Peter says, now we're all supposed to do yeah. this. this yeah. Do you remember when we got the command to go and make disciples who make disciples? Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria. That was real. Yeah, this is what the church is supposed to <laughs> yeah. look like. And so you came up with that idea. of, or I think you came up with that idea of calling it DNA or, or maybe you... I can't remember if you said is it DNA, joint, is it and I thing. said what we were made for or whatever. But but I mean, that's yeah. the idea, yeah. And so in that, that's it. We, we were made to join God in this pursuit to spread the gospel to the ends of the earth. And, and so that's this next series. It'll be DNA. This is what we were made for. And, and I love that idea. It just kind of gives us a new entry point, a new way to go, hey, I, I wouldn't even part of the moved in or moving mm-hmm. day or plugged in. But now I see, hey, this is what I'm made to do in the church. Yeah. And so it does allow people – that was always one of my, my fears, kind of. I mean, I love teaching through books of the Bible – but if you're teaching through Luke and somebody comes in and they're halfway through, that they go, "Well, I missed half of it." Yeah. <laughs> now they're like, "Well, I only missed one week of this series." <laughs> yeah. I'm right. In it's there. different onboarding points. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So
0: those yeah. things are good. I think nice. Yeah. So what can we do as a church to prepare for this for well, this
1: new series? <laughs> get in the game. Uh, <laughs> just just rewind it and just listen. rewind and go back? Yeah. No, I, I do think that's something. Um, and and every time I, I hear this question. I hope I don't sound like a broken record on this, but but there's a part where you're, you're really hoping at some point in time folks go, well, I don't just show up at the church building. I am the church. I, I'm coming to be the church. And so again, I hope folks are preparing their hearts and their minds on Saturday night if they come... Sunday morning, on mm-hmm. Monday at work, if they come Monday night, to be able to say, okay, I'm showing up to meet with the Lord. I'm not just showing up to wave at Brenton and laugh at a couple jokes and, and yeah. move on. I'm showing up to have this experience where I am part of the church. And so, I mean, that, that's a, a bigger than just this week. I mean, you could read ahead in Acts 11 if, <laughs> if you want this yeah. week, but but do we come to worship? Do we come to be part of the church? That's the bigger yeah. call. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. All
0: right. That is all the time we have. That's all that's all the content I have, unless you have something else. Uh, but we want to just thank you guys for joining us. Thanks for for listening to this and being a part of this, our 51st midpointment. Which is like we've been doing this for a year. That's what that means, yeah. doesn't it? Yes. Yeah. Goodness gracious. Next yeah. week is momentous. I mean 52 weeks in a year, but we've skipped a couple. So yeah, it's yeah. about a year yeah. that we've been doing. That's kind of cool. God's been God's been good to us. So anyway, thanks for joining us for midpoint. Uh, if you have a question so about do. Uh, sermons or really anything going on, text or email Podcast at lewistonocc.org. Don't leave off the OCC. We had a, a person do that and mm-hmm. they were kind of concerned. So yeah, yeah Podcast at Lewiston You not get Yep, not at all. Uh, and then be sure to join us on Sunday morning at 9 and 10.30 a.m. as well as Monday night at 7 p.m. Guys, we love you so much. You are loved by God and everybody here at OCC. Amen.